I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon with you live here at the Mandalay Bay Racing Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Back here in the friendly confines of the Mandalay Bay. We've been off for a couple months hiatus, but now returning back to the Mandalay Bay. And of course, we uh, also are down there at the VEASAN Studios inside the beautiful Circa Resort and Casino. That's where my partner Wes Reynolds is stationed today. The Sunday edition of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. And we've got games starting right here at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, all about to converge, West, We've got soccer, we've got basketball, we've got hockey. And let's start with the basketball. This is game four of the Nets and Milwaukee Bucks series. Currently, the Nets are leading this series two games to one. This will be the second of two on Milwaukee's home court, 86 to 83, an ugly, weird basketball game for game three. But Milwaukee did get the win to get back into this series and you and I were just discussing before we came on the show we're seeing as high as three points now at our friends over at the South Point in favor of the Brooklyn Nets it was pretty much two at the open and all along this morning but now we're starting to see some two and a halfs pop on the Nets and I mentioned the three over at the South Point here at BetMGM still a two in favor of Brooklyn 
228 for your total, my friend. Right, and I do like the Bucks, Brady. I went ahead before we came on here and did bet that three at the South Point, but by and large, two in the market. A couple two and a halves, even a couple faraway places at it one and a half today, so a little bit of variance in this game, considering how tight the numbers are come playoff time, and I do like Milwaukee here in this spot. I think you did see the adjustment, which you had to see kind of an adjustment after game three, which was basically a coin flip game. The Nets could have easily won that game. Milwaukee did close three and a half, did not get the cover, only won by three. But seeing this big of an adjustment, Brady, where, where it's going to two, two and a half point favorite, without James Harden, mind you. James Harden is not back in the lineup. You certainly would have expected this kind of adjustment in the number if James Harden was going to be able to go. Jeff Green also questionable. So I felt that that was a pretty big adjustment. I felt, obviously, Milwaukee should be a much shorter favorite than they were in Game 3 on Thursday night, but they did have an extra rest day, both of these teams, so you would expect, after what we saw on Wednesday, which was a ugly game, almost, of historic proportions, if you're an overbacker, because, <laughs> <No doubt. laughs> if you recall, that game did go under by 66 points, most in the last 30 years. I got the side right, but I'll admit I was on the over and I was way off but you know what as a better Brady I'd rather lose a wide game like that than lose a close one where you can say oh you got a bad beat or oh if I would have gotten this number instead I'd rather be just dead wrong and then kind of make the adjustments from there I do expect we're going to see a little bit more of a high scoring game though today simply because these two teams have had that extra rest day they have not played since Thursday so it's not that every other day and then one day off in between so look uh, it was 230 nine and a half in terms of where this started for a total in game one now all the way down to 228 and even bet being bet to the under at some places so there's a couple ways you could approach this if you like the bucks and I like them plus the points, but you could also look at the team total out there. If you have that option at your respective sportsbook of choice, 113 is basically what I've been seeing, 113 and a half. I do think you finally get some offense going with the Bucks. That's really been more of the problem. It's not, oh, they can't stop the Nets, because you know the Nets, by and large, take game three out of it, are going to be very good offensively. It's just, can the Bucks finally do it? And can they maybe uh, stop Giannis from taking so many threes? on the outside. He needs to get to the paint, drive to the rim, use him as the roll man in the pick and roll and not take so many of these threes and leave that to your guards and leave that to Chris Middleton and Bryn Forbes and those guys off the bench, Connaughton, etc. So I am going with the Milwaukee Bucks today. Jeff Green, by the way, I said he was questionable. He is going to be available today with uh, had a foot issue, so he has missed the last six games. The last game he played was May 25th in that Boston Celtics series in the first round, so gives the Nets a little bit of a depth and, some, and another 3 and D guy, which they surely could use against this team. Yeah, you and I were talking about where did those games go that we saw down the stretch in the regular season. They were beautiful basketball games, excellent contests, offensive and defense between the Milwaukee Bucks and the new and the Brooklyn Nets. We'll see if we get one of those today. Welcome back into the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. I'm live here at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook. Come say hello. Good crowd on hand here for championship playoff basketball, also Stanley Cup playoff hockey. 
hockey. Also, soccer getting underway with Ukraine and the Netherlands coming up here at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, just after the hour. Now, all these games will be getting underway shortly. And, Wes, of course, you and I discussing this basketball game first. Of the many different things we have going for your Sunday in the world of sports and sports betting, but you and I saw those games between the Nets and the Brooklyn, or excuse me, between the Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks down the stretch in the regular season, two of which Milwaukee won both of them on their home court. And I want to say they were in the neighborhood of, you know, 125 to 132, you know, high scoring, very efficient offensive games. And we really haven't seen that out of both teams in one collective game so far in this playoff series. And it seems like Milwaukee, I mean, when are they going to come back around and put an effort forward like that? I think it might be today. And you talked about liking the Bucks catching the points here. I, I don't understand the adjustment either. I, I would think this game would be a pick em, maybe Milwaukee favored by one. How about the player props? I t- you talked about Chris Middleton. His number on three-pointers over or under is two and a half. I like the over there. I think this Bucks offense is going to get going. You mentioned Giannis taking eight three-pointers in the last game. That was pretty ridiculous. I think Middleton will get the sharp shooting going in this game here, game four, and I would go over two and a half three-pointers for Middleton. Yeah, I could certainly see that, and we do talk about this anemic offense we saw from Milwaukee with 86 points, but there is some good news. Giannis and Chris Middleton did have 68 points combined, so those are big numbers for those two, but it was 79% of their point so obviously they are going to need some role players to step up but one role player I don't necessarily like on the points is actually Brooke Lopez at 13 and a half I'm looking to go under there because if you look game one he had 19 points but over the next two games he's only had 13 points and his volume in terms of his minutes has really declined 12.3 average on the regular season but I think you're going to see his minutes lessen a little bit here Brady just simply because he doesn't have the ability to defend the pick and roll and really switch out on defenders. I, I I saw ad nauseum on my Twitter timeline while I was watching and also following this game on Thursday. Look, can't play Lopez. You just can't play him because he's going to get eaten alive in that pick and roll. So under 13 and a half might be where I'm going to look here in terms of a prop that stood out to me because he was one of seven in game three, despite the fact that he played 35 minutes. Five of those seven shots came from behind the arc. So it was kind of like, and you really saw this a little bit with Milwaukee on Thursday night. It was a little bit too much one-on-one play. And then they're late in the shot clock. Brooke Lopez steps out and it's just kind of like the shot clock running down so chuck up a three and he wasn't able to go ahead and hit those and the Nets did a solid job I thought defending the three-point line especially in the last three games and really all three games of this series so if I'm looking at a player prop it would be Brooke Lopez under points. Yeah, I'm with you wholeheartedly there on Lopez as far as the points, but I kind of like the over on the rebounds, which is at six and a half. And we talked about this with the Clippers-Jazz game. You and I both felt that the Clippers would come back and, and get the get a win here on Saturday, which they did handily over the Utah Jazz. We nailed the player props there, under on Gobert's rebounds, under on Donovan Mitchell's assists, and Kawhi went over in both points and rebounds. And I think Milwaukee's going to have to do a similar effort here where they will have to step up and even this series at two games apiece. And I think part of that is Lopez doing a better job cleaning the glass. I think I could see him going over six and a half rebounds for Milwaukee. 
Yeah, I, certainly you could because they, they do need some size and they don't have necessarily a lot of size. And P.J. Tucker, who usually can help on rebounding, he is basically stuck having to guard Kevin Durant. And that takes a little bit away from his rebounding because he's been the guy essentially matched up with KD. Hasn't had a lot of success really guarding him, but Milwaukee really doesn't have a ton of options in terms of big guys down low or power forwards or centers. So you could certainly see Lopez going over on the rebounds and maybe that's what they're going to need him out there to do when they do play him but I do think that the minutes are going to be a little bit less probably in the low 30s I would suspect just because look you got to play him but at the same time he really struggles in that pick and roll defense all right Wes let's talk about game one in the Stanley Cup playoffs it'll be in Tampa Bay between the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning hosting the New York Islanders fresh off of their series victory over the Boston Bruins and we've seen some movement towards the Islanders both in the series price and in this game for the series Tampa Bay was minus 300 to win this best of seven they're now down to about minus 275 the take back on the Islanders in the neighborhood of plus 220 and the game here, they were a $2 favorite, minus 200. But this is adjusted just in the last couple of hours. Here at BetMGM, now down to minus 195. And our friends at the South Point posting as low as minus 180. So the betters are backing the Islanders. And I understand it, but, but it's tough. It's really tough to get in front of this Tampa Bay Lightning team right now. They look like an absolute juggernaut. They look like they're headed back to a second straight Stanley Cup final series. But... I think the public has kind of fallen in love with the Islanders, and me included. The chemistry on this team, the toughness, Barry Trotz, the way he has this team playing hockey, and also the Coliseum. How about the fans inside the Nassau Coliseum? It's been a great story, the Islanders, in the playoffs so far, and I certainly can understand backing them as a big dog. Yeah, they certainly have had that home ice advantage throughout the playoffs. They are in the Amelie Arena down in Tampa Bay to start this uh, conference final series, basically, and it's kind of right around what I was looking for the target price at minus 180 on Tampa Bay, but I think I'm going to sit this one out and go ahead and watch and see if I could pick it up because I think it's pretty much right on the number. You know, it's ironic, Brady, when you look at how the Islanders and people really liking this team and starting to believe in them. They've actually, if you look at the raw numbers, and this is why you can't necessarily always use analytics and numbers. you got to use them, but you can't just be a slave to them because if you look in the regular season – the Islanders were a better team despite the fact that they were fourth in that East Division for that spot and had to go ahead and knock out the Penguins and had to knock out the Bruins on the way here to get Tampa Bay. In terms of the expected goals against in five-on-five, five, they were much better in the regular season, 1.71 versus 2.32 in the playoffs. In terms of high-danger chances, they got more in the regular season, 9.16 versus 7.84 in the playoffs. High-danger chances against, they only allowed just over seven in a five-on-five on on average per game in the regular season. They're about nine and a quarter here in the playoffs. So the analytics would kind of tell you, hey, how is this team getting it done here? But they're kind of built for the playoffs, really, Brady. And, And you've seen that over the years with Barry Trotz all the way back to when he was with Nashville. And then he won the Stanley Cup in Washington, D.C. with the Capitals. This is a team that's built on defense and being hard-nosed and being tough and kind of uh, make up a word here, out-physicaling their opponent. And that's what (laughs) they've been able to do, I think, in the playoffs. But meanwhile, you're running against a buzzsaw in Tampa Bay that is number one in the playoffs in terms of the power play, just under 
2%. The Islanders out of the 16 teams, and they played more games, but on average out of the 16 teams that made the playoffs, I believe I saw they were 14th against the penalty kill. So that gives you a little bit of pause if you're the Islanders because ever since you've had Kucherov back, really the season debut was game one in the playoffs against the Florida Panthers in the first round. He did not play in the regular season. And then Stamkos missed about six weeks late in the regular season. Ever since they've come back, this is just absolutely deadly. So kind of when you look at the analytics on the Lightning side, you've almost got to throw them away simply because they didn't have Kucherov the entire season and they had Stamkos out for a lot of games. So the power play has just absolutely improved this year or in the playoffs, having them at full strength. Braden Point has kind of been the main man in terms of scoring goals. He's scored eight so far in the playoffs. That's tied for first in all of the NHL in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs. So, you know, I thought the number at 180, and that looks like it's where it's going to close here for game one, by and large. A little bit over. I think BetMGM actually has it at 195. But right down here at Circus Sports, where I am, is at 180. That was about, I think, the right number for this game. I understand why there's belief on the Islanders, but I do kind of want to wait and see what is going to happen here in game one, because maybe the Islanders have that momentum coming from that Bruins series, and you don't want to necessarily step in front of that. It's going to be Varlamov in goal, and then Vasilevsky, of course, for Tampa Bay, who's pretty much went every game. The one feather in the cap, though, for the Islanders, if you're taking the macro view of the entire series, a more holistic view, is the fact that you had Varlamov win all the games in the Bruins series, but yet it was Ilya Sorokin, the number two goaltender, that won all the games in the first round against Pittsburgh. So at least Barry Trotz can go, like, hey, I've got two goalies that I can count on between the pipes, whereas Tampa Bay is pretty much you know, with Vasilevsky and all the eggs are in that basket because there is a drop-off between Vasilevsky and Curtis McElhaney, the backup goaltender for Tampa Bay. So this is kind of just a watch and see as we're about to hit face-off here in a couple minutes. Wes, I'm going to defer to you. I'm not positive if my feed is up to the minute and accurate, but we did have a no-hitter watch in Detroit. The Chicago White Sox visiting the Detroit Tigers and currently leading 4 to nothing in the bottom of the seventh inning is what I'm showing. And White Sox pitcher Carlos Rodon, he was the uh, recipient of the no-hitter for the Chicago White Sox earlier this season and also responsible for doing that today through six innings. Is it still live, the no-no for Mr. Rodone looking to get his second on the season? It is not here in the bottom of the seventh. A brace runner uh, did get aboard via a hit, and now a sack fly takes the shutout away. So four to one here, bottom of the seventh. Rodone at 94 pitches. I would expect that this is going to be the last inning for him, but the no-no did go away. We thought maybe we were going to get the, the no-hitter for the first time twice for a certain pitcher, that being Carlos Rodone. So that no-hitter has now been broken up in Comerica Park. Okay, and let's update a few of the baseball scores here. I'll start with the New York Yankees, who are trying to avoid the sweep in Philadelphia today. And the Phillies out to a 7 to nothing lead there, Wes. Aaron Nola closed as about a minus-125 favorite. That was pretty much the consensus. There were a lot of different prices in this game. Looks like this game saw a lot of betting activity, but basically about minus-125 on the Phillies. They got past New York on Saturday. New York has 
has now lost four in a row. They're seven and a half games back in the American League East, and the Phillies getting them again today. Yeah, they certainly are. Seven nothing. Two hits for the New York Yankees, both by DJ LeMahieu. The rest of the lineup, no hit, basically, by Aaron Nola, who is through six innings now, just 71 pitches, only two hits and one walk allowed, has struck out seven. And the money went a little bit toward the Yankees, but I did like the Phillies here in this spot. I'm just, you're not seeing the Yankees, even though they got the bats going late and tied the game up with the DJ LeMahieu three-run shot. And DJ LeMahieu, the only guy putting the bat on the ball today and keeping it in play, but the Phillies did get the walk off late. And now you've got the Yankees looking at maybe dropping to just one game over 533 and 32. So the articles are already being written on the tabloids and the New York Post and in the Daily News and all the different New York newspapers of, okay, what are the Yankees going to do here? Last couple years, they haven't really made a lot of moves at the deadline. Obviously, the shortened season in 2020 was certainly part of that, but Brian Cashman, I think, is going to be tempted to go ahead and try to get a bat or some kind of reinforcement, but the Steinbrenners do want to stay under that tax, so how much leeway they have is going to beg the question to try to make a deal or get somebody at the deadline, but this Yankee team is absolutely not hitting. Jamison Tyone, a very disappointing performance today. Domingo Herman did not last very long. He only went four and a third, gave up ten hits and seven earned runs, so like I said yesterday, you're waiting for the bullpen to get those reinforcements when they get Severino back and Darren O'Day back, and when they also get Zach Britton back. That's one of the better, more consistent bullpens in all of baseball. But the starting pitching has been a little shaky the last couple days, and when the Yankees aren't hitting like they usually do, especially against left-handers, even though they're going against a righty this afternoon, what are you going to do? So that's why we were talking about this yesterday for the AL Futures right here on this program. I want to see if the Yankees can get to 15 or more for the 15 to one or more for the World Series before I would even think about betting this team on a futures market. Seven to nothing right now. Philly hanging on to a shutout in the top of the seventh inning. I am on the Phillies today and the under. So certainly a sweat as far as that game staying under eight and a half runs. The San Francisco Giants are being shut out by the Washington Nationals. And I have faded Johnny Cueto a few times this season. It's hard to find losses on that San Francisco Giants record, West, But Johnny Cueto, I think, is the one weak link in that pitching staff for San Francisco that's been so successful this year. Right now, they are trailing 5 to nothing in the top of the 7th. The Yankees will not uh, lose a game to the Boston Red Sox as they are being pummeled by the Toronto Blue Jays. 14-3 to Toronto out in front at Fenway Park. That is in the top of the 7th inning there. We talked about Chicago and Rodon flirting with another no-hitter. The no-hitter has been broken up, but Chicago leads that ball game 4-1 to in the top of the 8th inning there in Detroit over the Tigers. Tampa Bay looking to pad their lead in the American League East over the Toronto Blue Jays, Boston Red Sox, and New York Yankees. They're out in front of Baltimore, 3-1 to one in the bottom of the seventh inning there. And the San Diego Padres continue to struggle, especially on this road trip out east, losing to the New York Mets today, 2-1 to one in the top of the seventh inning. Close game there, as all these games basically have stayed under the total. Great pitching matchups between the Padres and the Mets, but right now the Mets out in front, 2-1, to one 
over San Diego in the top of the seventh. And the Atlanta Braves trying to snap a four-game losing streak on the road in Miami, shutting out the Marlins five to nothing. Only the bottom of the fifth inning, a lot of baseball left there, and the Colorado Rockies continue to struggle on the road. They are trailing the Cincinnati Reds three to one there in the bottom of the sixth inning at Great American Ballpark. Shane Bieber was roughed up for the Cleveland Indians by the Seattle Mariners early in this game. Seattle hanging on to a 5-1 lead over Cleveland in the top of the seventh inning there in Cleveland and the Minnesota Twins currently being shut out by the Astros 3-0. Pittsburgh and Milwaukee all tied at one apiece in the fourth inning. We'll update the golf. Everything else when we come back. We've got hockey and basketball underway inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. games every week. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. 
Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. A bunch of great uh, service folks from BetMGM right here at the uh, Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook. They'll get you signed up for the account. They welcome me back to the program every weekend that I show up here. Good crew and uh, promoting that BetMGM app. Uh, very nicely job done by these folks here at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook. So get down, sign up, say hello to the crew here at VEASAN. No score in the hockey game. Still zeros on the board. Just underway in the first period there. Still about 17 minutes left in the first period down there in Tampa Bay between the Lightning and the New York Islanders. And your basketball scoreboard there underway in Game 4 between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. And it was all tied at 2 and then the Nets hit a three-pointer. So that's where we stand right now. 5-2 to two in the early going. And once again, Wes, we're just about three and a half minutes into this ball game, but a little bit on an under pace so far. Yeah, absolutely. And Milwaukee starting out one for seven will certainly help matters. Uh, 0 of 2 from three-point range, by the way. But another slow start for Milwaukee. And I did think that the offense would pick up today, at least through the first a uh, little bit less than four minutes, certainly not doing so as of right now. Milwaukee only two points here in the first 345. And then looking here at BetMGM in terms of a live price, Brooklyn Nets now minus four and a half point favorites, 220 and a half. So already has gone under. This did close at business at 228 at post here. So obviously a big drop now here to 220 and a half so if you didn't play the over you know wait on a little bit I do think that the scoring is going to pick up but certainly not the most encouraging sign if you're the Milwaukee Bucks uh, also want to get a quick update on the current match here in group C that just started at the top of the hour between the Netherlands and the Ukraine this is UEFA Euro 2020 still all not all tied at 0-0 Ukraine has been pretty aggressive here early so we've got these two teams here wearing the orange and blue, one on the ice with the Islanders and one on the international side with the Netherlands, who I always like their soccer kits here and their uniforms, the orange and blue look, I always think is one of the best looks in all of international footy. Okay, let's take a look at the Palmetto Championship as well. You've got Chesson Hadley and Harris English tied for the lead right now. They are both through five holes, and it's English that's really made the move. He's three under on his round. Hadley began the day at 14 under par, one over par on his round today. He had a four-shot lead heading into Sunday, and again, now he is tied with English. Here at BetMGM West, they are both plus 130 to go on and win this event. Jonathan Vegas is at 12 to 1. He is four shots back at nine under par, three under par on his round today. Your man Bovan Pelt, he is two shots off the pace at 11 under par. Wouldn't that be something? This guy, uh, a blast from the past if he could get a win here at the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. Hudson Swafford at 10 under par and David Lipsky also at 10 under par. Of the big names that is really making any sort of move today, West. It was Matthew. It was Matthew Fitzpatrick and Terrell Hatton, the Englishman, getting into the mix a little bit. But it looks like they will run out of holes as Fitzpatrick is at eight under, and Terrell Hatton now back down to seven under par. And then Dustin Johnson, your pre-tournament favorite, he's at one under par through eight holes, eight under par for the championship. So Chesson Hadley and Harris English in control right now through just five holes of their final round. Yeah, they are. And Hadley minus one fifteen now at BetMGM is 
the prices just change on us here. One shot lead over Harris English, 12 under par, and Hud Swaffer, Johnny Vegas, and Bo Van Belt did just bogey the eighth hole. So they are at 10 under. Low man on the course today was Ryan Armour with the 7 under 64 to get to 9 under par. He is the leader in the clubhouse. So that shows you there are some low numbers out here. Chesson Hadley, really the only guy on the leaderboard that is over par. He is plus one through seven holes, but still the very slight favorite here at BetMGM. A lot of guys outside those FedEx Cup 25, 125, trying to get a good event here, namely Chesson Hadley, who was 151st going into today. If he goes ahead and wins this, he gets in the top 50 and all but secures his card for next season. I believe the New York Islanders are on a power play here, Wes, and it looked like Tampa Bay almost got a shorthanded goal, uh, but I believe it is New York that is on the power play. Looks like about 37 seconds left on that power play for New York, but we will come back and update that when we return right here on the Green Zone. NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find the betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops in sight. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game up at vsin.com. Also, our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. It was indeed the New York Islanders on a power play, but Tampa Bay was able to kill that. Still no score in this hockey game with under 12 minutes now left to go in the first period. About 11 and a half minutes left to go. Still tied at 0-0. And as far as the in-game wagering, your total has dropped to 4.5. Prior to the puck drop, the number was 5.5 and a full goal down now to four and a half in the live market. As far as the basketball game, the Brooklyn Nets were out to a nine to four lead. Milwaukee tied it up at 11 to 11, but now 14 to 11 back out in front are the Brooklyn Nets. And Wes, you mentioned that they had uh, gone to a four and a half point favorite in the live market. That's where they are again. They closed around a two and a half point favorite. It was really kind of mixed across the board here at BetMG. GM, they closed as a two-point favorite. There were some two-and-a-halves out there and even a three, but right now they are now down to a three-and-a-half point favorite in the live market as Milwaukee gets a turnover there. Trailing 14-11 to 11 are the Bucks, and again, very much on an under pace here, Wes, with just about four-and-a-half minutes left in the first quarter. Your in-game total has moved to 216 and make that 218-and-a-half. This is a game that closed at 228, so 10 points off the pace already. Yeah, and uh, Giannis has made his th first three of the game, so that gives you a little bit of cause for concern, because <laughs> when he makes that first one, he's going to go ahead and take him, and look, you don't want Giannis, I think, living at the three-point line. You want them go-go gadget arms to go ahead and get to the rim, as Connaughton does.
does hit a three for the Bucks. Now 16 to 14, about four minutes left to go in the first quarter. Giannis can get to the rim with a plum with those long arms and get you some dunks. So you don't want him necessarily to do that. Kind of looking just from a ball standpoint here, what Milwaukee is doing. They are running this drop coverage on Kevin Durant. And that's not a really good idea against what I would call like a three-level score where he's a guy who can not only shoot the three, he can hit the mid-range and he can get to the rim. So I don't know if that's the best idea from Buttonholzer. Look, he knows more than I do. He's a head coach in the NBA, and I'm just talking sports betting on the radio here. But I don't know if that's the best idea necessarily. But nevertheless, Bucks with an early lead, just about eight minutes into the first quarter, 16 to 14. Wes, we've got three baseball games coming up just after the top of the hour, and I want to take a look at those in a minute here, but I'll update the scoreboard. Philadelphia is still blanking the Yankees 7 to nothing. now in the bottom of the seventh inning, seventh inning there in Philadelphia. San Francisco still being shut out by Washington, 5 to nothing there in the top of the eighth. Now 16-4, to 20 runs on the board at Fenway Park, and it's all Toronto. 16-4 to in favor of the Blue Jays over the Red Sox. Chicago 4 to one over Detroit in the bottom of the eighth inning. Tampa Bay has increased its lead over Baltimore, seven to one in the top of the eighth there in Tampa Bay. And the San Diego Padres, they break out and now are in the lead over the New York Mets, six to two in the top of the seventh inning there. Padres looking to snap a losing streak, as are the Atlanta Braves taking care of the Miami Marlins right now, six to two in the top of the sixth inning. Colorado has added a run now trailing the Cincinnati Reds just three to two in the top of the seventh inning there. Seattle still 5-1, leading the Cleveland Indians in Cleveland. And Houston extends its lead over Minnesota. Now 5-0 over the Twins in the top of the fifth and still tied at one apiece between for, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Milwaukee Brewers. Go ahead. What Fernando Tatis Jr. responsible for that breakout for San Diego. A grand slam here at the top of the seventh after the Padres had tied the game. And now another ball hit out of the yard. That by Manny Machado. So now make that 7-2. to So a bad seventh inning for the New York Mets. Six runs now in for the San Diego Padres and also busted open down in Tampa Bay. Randy Arazarena. Hey, Arazarena does get a grand slam here in the bottom of the seventh. So now 7-1 to over the Baltimore Orioles. All right, and coming up just after the top of the hour, 107 Pacific, 407 Eastern, by the Bay in Oakland, California. The A's will take on the Kansas City Royals. It'll be Bubeck against Bassett, and the A's are once again a very big favorite on the money line today, Wes. Minus 200 here at BetMGM with a total of 8.5. Yeah, big win again for the Oakland A's yesterday. I know that we both had liked the Royals. That is a spot that we did not get home, unfortunately, Brady. Now, uh, A's trying to take three of four. Rolls won the first game, but 11-2, a big win for the Oakland A's yesterday. Not a lot of movement necessarily toward Chris Bass. He's about $2 favorite. Uh, pretty much around, give or take a few cents, where it opened in the market. I'm not going to necessarily lay that price here, even though the A's pretty solid against left-handed pitching. So this is one I'm going to go go ahead and leave alone here. But Kansas City not giving me a lot of confidence, basically, in terms of how they've hit here in the OCO on the weekend. But I still think if you're if I were to do anything, it'd be take the Royals. I just think I don't know if Chris Bassett's a two-dollar pitcher in this spot. 
The New York Islanders are back on the power play once again, still scoreless, but it looks like about just under a minute left on this power play, their second one of the ball game. 16 to 14 in the basketball game, the Brooklyn Nets with just a two-point lead over the Bucks. about three and a half minutes left to go in the first quarter there. Uh, down at Chavez Ravine, it'll be Walker Bueller on the hill for the Los Angeles Dodgers West, taking on the Texas Rangers and Dane Dunning, and boy, did the Rangers put a spanking on the Dodgers on Saturday. 12-1 to 1, I believe was the final tally in favor of the Texas Rangers beating Trevor Bauer and company. Today Bueller is once again a big favorite in Los Angeles. Minus 220 here at BetMGM with a total of 8. The Rangers before that uh, win last night where they got the best of Trevor Bauer at the 12-1 win at Dodger Stadium had lost 16 straight games on the road and 13 of their last 15 overall so obviously this has not been a very good month for the Texas Rangers. Rangers. They actually get probably one of their more reliable pitchers here on the mound with Dane Dunning. The XERA has driven down. He's got a 25% strikeout rate and he only walks about 7.8% of the time. So he has been very solid here, but you wonder if the Dodgers, uh, I guess the betters really kind of looking to see that they're going to rebound from that performance. Nothing really here for me. This is a big price, but uh, the Texas Rangers did break that road streak, so maybe they got that monkey off their back, but this could be a spot where the Dodgers can rebound. I'm sure they're in a lot of parlays this afternoon. The Tampa Bay Lightning kill that power play, and now under eight minutes left in the first period. It is still scoreless there. And the Milwaukee Bucks have taken the lead 23-21 to with about two minutes left in the first quarter there in Milwaukee. We'll come back and update the rest here, take a look at the golf, and also some baseball coming up on Sunday night. We'll preview for you as well right here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up using the bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code VSIN600 to make your first risk-free bet up to $600. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan-associated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. You can call or text the red line, 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. Still no score in the hockey game. Under six minutes now left in the first period. The New York Islanders have had two power play chances, but Tampa Bay has been able to kill both of those. So still scoreless here. Your in-game total has dipped down to four and a half as they are about at the five and a half minute mark of the first period down in Tampa Bay. Over on the hardwood, game four between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. And this score has not changed a whole lot. Still on very much of an under pace, but now picking up with the scoring a little bit here, and the Brooklyn Nets still hanging on to a slim lead. 26-23, your current score right now. They're at a TV timeout. 12 minutes left to go in the second quarter as they're just about to flip the script and go from the first to the second frame, and the Brooklyn Nets in the in-game market are a three-and-a-half point favorite. They've pretty been uh, pretty much been that since about tip-off. Never really had more than a four or five point lead. Milwaukee hanging around and keeping it close. Again, Brooklyn a three and a half point favorite in the live market and your totals dipped quite a bit. Closed at 228 now all the way down to 218 and a half in the live market. Wes, we were covering a couple of the baseball games that are going to get started after the top of the hour and there's one more left here that will take place in Arizona. 110 Pacific time, 410 Eastern and that'll be the Diamondbacks against the Los Angeles Angels and the struggles continue for Arizona who found a way to lose in extra innings to the Halos on Saturday. Things are really going well for the Halos. They get back to 500. I believe they've won six games in a row. Today it'll be Sandoval against Duplantier and the Angels are a favorite once again on the road. The price here at BetMGM minus 135 and a big total of nine and a half. Yeah and another streak here on the line too is a losing streak for the Arizona Diamondbacks who have lost nine 
nine in a row. And I went where the stink was here, Brady. I took the D-backs here at plus 125. One thing that they do well amidst a, a lot of things that they do not do very well, considering that they are 20 and 45 and 20 and, and well under 500, is the fact that they do hit some left-handed pitching pretty solidly, and they do get Patrick Sandoval, who's kind of a, been a fill-in starter of late for the Angels because they've had some injuries in terms of their starting rotation, kind of trying to figure out that back end of that starting five for them. But I did go ahead and take the Diamondbacks here. I knew Duplantier, you're going to look at that ERA over 10. Not a big sample size. Hasn't really had a lot of outings this year. So I think that's going to regress a little bit. Arizona really should have won the game yesterday. And actually, the last couple days, they have blown leads late. Got walked off on Friday, basically. Uh, gave up that run in the 10th inning when the runner, of course, now in extra innings is going to start on second base. And that's why you're not seeing these 14 and 15 innings, 16 inning type of games. So Arizona, one run losers the last two games. Uh, I think they get it right here. I'm going to be on the Diamondbacks, but holding my nose while I'll be watching. For Sunday night baseball, we get the classic rivalry between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. This will take place at Wrigley Field. And, boy, the Cubs have really been a seesaw affair as of late, West, They got hot. They got into first place in the division. And then they went on that West Coast road trip. They lost a few games. Now they're winning once again, and they've won a pair over St. Louis. Got by them 7-2 to on Saturday. They'll try and pull off the sweep at home today with Zach, uh, Zach Davies on the hill facing Carlos Martinez and here at BetMGM the Cubs are a minus 130 favorite on the money line with a big total. Wind must be blowing out there at Wrigley. Nine and a half for your total between the Cubs and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals getting a little bit of money here in this situation obviously. I'm, I've been mentioning ad nauseum here on VEASAN programming about that the John Gant regression monster is going to come and it's come now in the last two starts obviously that extended the bullpen yesterday as he was not long for that game. Carlos Martinez going out, contact-based pitcher. He's had issues stranding base runners. About 46% of his base runners are plating at home. And the Cubs so far, 15 runs thus far in the two games this series. Obviously, this is the first series, if you've been following this, the first series where they're at full capacity at Wrigley Field. So no better team to have it against than one of your arch rivals, the St. Louis Cardinals. Zach Davies has been a guy faded a little bit this season, but more so on the road than at home. He's been better pitching at home. 188 ERA differential. So, look, just trying to get him through five and maybe into the six, and then you get that bullpen who's been very good this year. Uh, Craig Kimbrell's demise has been greatly exaggerated. He's only blown two saves this year. has been very solid. Kind of refound his form. The Cubs uh, bullpen has had to throw a lot of innings this year, but they've been very good and capped off by their closer, Craig Kimbrell. So I have not done yet anything with this game. We have seen Martinez get the money here, certainly. This was, I believe, he was about a dollar thirty underdog in the overnight. Now seeing as low as 110 at BetMGM and some 115s out there in the market. That could be a little bit partially, I don't think the entire move, but partially based on the fact that Javi Bob is going to be scratched from tonight's lineup. So, you know, probably a little bit. Now you're getting the piggybackers on the St. Louis Cardinals from the initial move, perhaps from the Sharp guys. So didn't do anything yet with this. Kind of think that this is a spot for St. Louis, but the numbers are really telling me otherwise. 
By the way, the New York Islanders, I mentioned they've had two power plays in this first period against Tampa Bay, currently out shooting the Lightning 13-2. to So, been a heck of an effort out of the gate so far for the New York Islanders. Nothing to show for it on the, on the scoreboard as they remain scoreless with just about two minutes left in that first period. Meanwhile, the Brooklyn Nets are leading the Milwaukee Bucks and extending that lead now to eight points. 31-23 to as they get into the second quarter here, just about a minute and a half in to that second quarter. Again, 31-23 to in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. Wes, let's take a look at the other basketball game. Two playoff games for your Sunday, and it will be game four between the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. And this has really been all Phoenix so far in this series. Three games to none. They lead Denver. And we've really seen that mismatch in the backcourt exploited, especially in game three. Chris Paul and Devin Bucker, uh, Devin Booker really getting it done over the Jamal Murray-less backcourt for the Denver Nuggets. And of course, Denver was a favorite in game three as that series returned back to their home court. But now after that loss in game three, it has adjusted and your Phoenix Suns are a favorite here tonight in game four. Now they opened up as two-point favorites and some money immediately came in on the Phoenix Suns to go ahead and close out this series. It got up to three. We even saw some three and a halves in the market, West, and the total was on its way up as well. Did you do anything with game four? Do you expect the Suns to wrap this thing up tonight? Yeah, nothing for me side in total, Brady. I do have the series bet on the Phoenix Suns, just a little bit under $2 that started the series, and I think that they're going to get it done. I think the Denver Nuggets uh, just they don't have anything for this team. Jokic has tried to put this team on his back. The MVP, he was named that last week. He had 32-20-10 on Friday, and it wasn't near enough as they got blown out yet again. The Suns O-rating 120 or 120.3 in this series, and I don't, I don't see them stopping. And look, Will Barton did return on Friday and gave Denver another scoring threat off the bench, but now you're starting to see, and we've talked about this before, the loss of Jamal Murray is finally festering here in this series. Denver just doesn't have enough depth in the backcourt. Will Barton gave him a nice spark off the bench, but he's still coming back from that hamstring injury. You have Campazzo and Rivers, who just just can't guard. They can't guard Devin Booker. They can't guard Chris Paul. And when they get in that pick-and-roll situation, they seem to be scoring almost every single time. So what you saw from Michael Malone in that game three, kind of toward the back end of the game into the second half, is you saw him not go with Campazzo and Rivers. He went with Monty Morris and Will Barton. So I would expect that those guys are going to get more minutes tonight if you're going to go ahead and look at that prop market. But I, I just can't see Denver. I mean, you want to think that they can get a game that Jokic maybe can be Superman and lead them going forward. But when you have Chris Paul, who was battling that shoulder injury in that first round against the Lakers in that series, go 27 points on 9 of 16 shooting, hitting that mid-range jumper at will, and then you have Devin Booker, 28 points on 11 of 23 shooting on Friday night in Game 3. If you're going to get those kind of numbers, Denver has absolutely no answer here. I tell you what, Wes, I found it a little alarming to see the number on the player prop market for Chris Paul as far as total points in Game 4 at 16.5. I mean, it seems too easy to take the over on that one. You mentioned all the points he had in Game 3, and 
and I don't know if it's just a, a sucker line, but you know, we talk about the mismatch in the backcourt. I, I think that is absolutely the road to victory for Phoenix, and that involves Chris Paul probably getting double digits in assists and certainly getting double digits in points. I would be looking at Chris Paul over 16.5 points in this ballgame. And I think I might look at Devin Booker on the over. He has only gone over once so far in this series, largely because Chris Paul has been able to score, but we saw Devin Booker in that closeout game against the Lakers put up a ton of points in well over 40 points so uh, looks like I'm seeing 26 and a half I think that's a fair number but I think Devin Booker is going over here and is going to close the show tonight the Brooklyn Nets now out to an 11 point lead over Milwaukee 34 and make it a nine point lead 34 to 25 with just under 10 minutes left to go in the second quarter. The first period has come to a close in Tampa Bay. No score between the Lightning and the Islanders. We're coming back for hour number two next right inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.